welcome to the rental store. This is a brief solo review, just Rodney ranting about stuff. And that's that's me, I'm Rodney. I will do these sometimes, and maybe some of them will be on the Patreon. But right now, let's get down to it. So, I am a big Elvis fan. I'm not sure you are aware of this, but considering that our episode with the highest listens has an Elvis movie in it, some of you might be aware. So naturally, at some point, the completionist in me would force myself to sit down to view Baz Luhrmann's Elvis from 2022. Now, in a top 10 episode we did a bit ago, frequent guest host Zana put Moulin Rouge in her top 10 films. She knew very well that I disliked the movie, and much fun was had. As it turns out, I dislike every full-length movie Lerman has ever made very much. I discovered this back when he directed one episode of The Get Down, the one-season Netflix series that only I watched. This singular episode gave me such a negative reaction that I decided to look at the credits. The episode doesn't even come close to matching the tone of the show, which would be fine if it wasn't a jumbled mess and an annoying and bombastic circus. In the credits was the director Baz Luhrmann, and now I knew why. At some point in my life, I have managed to be forced to watch every full-length movie by this director, and I have mostly hated every minute. Strictly Ballroom is insufferable to me, Romeo plus Juliet is only entertaining because of how truly bad it is and how much of a time capsule it has become. Moulin Rouge is annoying, loud, lacking a compelling narrative, and filled with terrible covers of otherwise decent songs. My least favorite kind of musical, by the way. Australia is boring, but inoffensive. The Great Gatsby is a film that adapts the story of the book without understanding what is important about it. So now we find ourselves here. I wouldn't call myself the biggest Elvis fan, or even a historian, but just so you know where I'm coming from, I have seen many documentaries, read a decent amount of books about him, seen the other biopics, listened to every album, and seen every movie. So I believe I am coming into this with a pretty firm understanding of who Elvis is, both as a person and as a performer. Elvis is complicated to say the least. Important and complicated. He did terrible things and wonderful things. He was a drug addict who hated drugs. Like I said, very complicated. This film is clearly interested in adapting Elvis's story as told by Peter Guralnik in the books Last Train to Memphis and Careless Love. These are the best ways to get an overview of the icon. If you have never seen a Baz Luhrmann film, they are an exercise in tolerance with their spastic editing, cinematography, slow motion, and camera angles that might appeal to people with very short attention spans. But they will remain unchanged. Narrative be damned. This film is no different. It attempts to be culturally significant now, which, like all his other movies, will tragically date it in the long term. Lerman clearly has a love for the subject and story, however. It is obvious that he is coming at this with a keen interest, but the movie is also in search of a main character. 
What I mean is that Austin Butler as Elvis and Tom Hanks as his manager, Colonel Tom Parker, share much of the screen time. This is a narrative choice that does not work at all. The reason for this is while the story of Tom Parker and how he took advantage of Elvis is very intriguing, the movie opens from Parker's perspective and ends with the death of Elvis. Seemingly, they forgot Parker was telling the story and decided to give him a bit of narration to tie it together cheaply at the end. It also has the stereotypical several blocks of text to fill you in on how everything ended. Some people will say, I am complaining a bit too much about this. You decide, I guess. This film is bombastic and filled with music as well as great costumes, as all Lerman films are. It also makes a stylistic decision to mix Elvis's music with renditions of songs that inspire him, layered over one another, by the way. It also has covers of Elvis's songs layered onto Elvis songs, and briefly, slow motions or story transitions it with other music that samples Elvis or is based around the structure of a popular Elvis song, etc. These are, of course, much more modern and will eventually feel dated. I mean, they already felt that way to me. Some people won't find this a problem, but I think it is kind of disingenuous to the source material, as if the music of Elvis is not good enough to stand on its own for a modern audience or something. And yes, I do understand that this is a choice to hammer home the impact Elvis had on pop culture. The Baz Luhrmann style drips off the screen almost problematically, choosing style where substance should be. I get it, biopics by nature cannot tell a full story, and have to pick and choose a story they want to tell, with the subject given. I have seen many of them. I think there is a right and a wrong way to do it. For me, this is the wrong way. Sometimes it feels like it leaves important discussions, like all of his time in the army, and the fact that his depression led to the government prescribing him both uppers and downers to make a balance, things like that, are just missing inexplicably. This is one of many things that could have been told in five minutes of screen time quite easily, and the movie is already two hours and 40 minutes, so I don't know why they didn't bother just adding that extra five minutes. So, obviously, I mean, there were other things missing too, but obviously I disliked this movie, but that doesn't mean that you will. I will do a handy guide to see if you will like it. If you like Baz Luhrmann movies, well, you probably either have seen this or shut off the podcast by now. But in case you haven't, then yes, you should watch it. You will like it. If you don't like Baz Luhrmann movies, but are an Elvis fan, this movie is going to give you no extra info that you don't already know. It might be best just to watch the 68 comeback special again. If you don't know who Luhrmann is and don't know anything about Elvis... Maybe watch it. You will know more about Elvis, though certainly not everything. You will also come to an understanding of the Baz Luhrmann style, and his movies are mostly all the same, so it might be worth it. However, there's no better way to learn about Elvis than to read a few articles and then watch the comeback special. It will give you a solid idea of what Elvis fans are talking about. 
I also think even the makers of the film will agree with this option. So that's basically my review. For me, it is meh, but I recommend it under certain circumstances, I suppose. This is uh, not a regular episode for us, so feel free to check out our normal Rumble episodes. And coming up, we have a guest speaker, and we have a lot of great content for Halloween as well. Two episodes that open very interesting conversations during the discussion, and one super secret episode. I wonder what it could be. So stay tuned as the rental store will continue taking care of business. TCB, baby. TCB. See you later. Contact us at rentalstorerumble at gmail.com for questions, comments, hanging out, or requests for an episode. You can find us on Facebook as rental.rumble, Twitter at rentalrumble, Instagram at rentalstorerumble, as well as on Slasher, and rentalstorerumble.blogspot.com. Check us out on all the podcast platforms as well as anchor.fm slash rental dash store dash rumble. Music by me and cover art by Gwyneth Anderson. Keep drinking that Tranya.